Welcome to The Table. You are listening to the Kingstown Communion podcast with lead pastor Michelle Matthews. The Kingstown Communion is a new United Methodist Church existing to gather people into communion with Jesus Christ through courageous conversation, creative community, and collaborating for the common good. For more information about upcoming events and opportunities to serve, visit our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Kingstown Communion. We're glad that you're listening along with us. If you live close by, we hope you'll join us for worship in person. And if you ever feel so inclined to help us by giving financially, you can do so on our website, kingstowncommunion.net. Good morning and happy Holy Saturday to you. Uh, Welcome to the Kingstown Lent Daily Devotional. I am Natasha Gannon and I'm so happy that you're here with me today. Um, I'd like to invite you to take a breath and prepare your hearts for God. Um, Let's say a quick prayer before we get started. O Lord, our souls rise up to meet you today as the day rises to meet the sun. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forevermore. Amen. Today's scripture comes from the book of John, chapter 20, verses 1 through 18. Early on Sunday morning, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb and found that the stone had been rolled away from the entrance. She ran and found Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved. She said, they have taken the Lord's body out of the tomb, and we don't know where they've put him. Jesus and the other disciple started out for the tomb. They were both running, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He stooped and looked in and saw the linen wrappings lying there, but he didn't go in. Then Simon Peter arrived and went inside. He also noticed the linen wrappings lying there, while the cloth that had covered Jesus' head was folded up and lying apart from the other wrappings. Then the disciple who had reached the tomb first also went in, and he saw and believed, for for until then they still hadn't understood the scriptures that said, Jesus must rise from the dead. And they went home. Mary was standing outside the tomb crying, and as she wept, she stooped and looked in. She saw two white-robed angels, one sitting at the head and the other at the foot of the place where the body of Jesus had been lying. Dear woman, why are you crying? The angels asked her. Because they've taken away my Lord, she replied, and I don't know where they've put him. She turned to leave and saw someone standing there. It was Jesus, but she didn't recognize him. Dear woman, why are you crying? Jesus asked her. Who are you looking for? She thought he was the gardener. Sir, she said, if you've taken him away, please tell me where you've put him, and I will go and find him. Mary, Jesus said. She turned to him and cried out, Rabboni, which is Hebrew for teacher. Don't cling to me, Jesus said, for I haven't yet descended to the Father. Excuse me, ascended to the Father. But go and find my brothers and tell them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene found the disciples and told them, I have seen the Lord, and she gave them his message. So this is a very uh, 
rich passage um, in the Bible. There is a, a lot of information here and really beautiful language to describe what's going on. Um, there are several things that stood out to me. Um, first being that uh, there is a disciple who is unnamed. Um, we don't know who it is. Um, in the verses, it just says that uh, Jesus loved this disciple. And um, that disciple clearly is very devoted and, and devout because this disciple ran the fastest to find the tomb um, and looked inside, but seemed a bit trepidatious, um, perhaps, because Simon Peter actually went in first. Um, and it wasn't until then that they truly understood what was meant that um, Jesus would rise from the dead. Um, I also thought it was interesting that um, Jesus appeared to Mary, but she didn't recognize him at first. Um, she thought he was a gardener. Um, but then when she does recognize him, she calls him Rabboni, meaning, meaning teacher, and you can really almost hear the excitement just by reading the verses there, the just ex absolute excitement in her voice to see him. <clears throat> um, Jesus also tells her not to cling to him, but to um, go and tell the disciples that um, he has ascended. Um, so I, I thought that was uh, interesting as well to point out, although she is feeling all these emotions, grief and, um, and then relief to see him again, what's very important to Jesus is that she um, pass on this message. So the corresponding um, chapter in our devotional Good Enough um, to these verses is called uh, A Good Gardener. And um, I loved all of the um, analogies in this uh, in, in this chapter, and I chose I selected this for the devotional because I am a terrible gardener. Um, the only thing I seem to be able to keep alive are weeds. Um, I have killed uh, dill. I've killed basil. I, I try as I might. Um, I can't even seem to keep succulents alive. Um, but somehow every uh, every spring. I find this motivation to try again, and um, I plant new things, and sometimes when I'm lucky, they stay alive for a couple months. Um, this year, I've, I've planted some seeds, actually, which is a funny coincidence because I did this a few, um, maybe about a week before I, um, I chose this devotional, and it's uh, it corresponds so perfectly with it. So um, in this chapter, uh, several things stood out to me, um, and it's First of all, that gardening requires um, a lot of hope and also a lot of work, which is, I find to be so true. And any of you who, who enjoy gardening as well um, probably can attest to that. Um, I'm hoping against hope that uh, the seeds that I planted might uh, grow and, and grow with some of the peppers and the, uh, the mint that I'm hoping uh, will spring forth that I can, I can cook with maybe in the summertime. Um, but it also requires a lot of work. I have uh, a reminder on my phone that reminds me daily I need to water my plants or I need to bring them in if the if the weather's going to be bad. Um, it and not just that, but um, tending to a garden. It's a lot. It's very physical. It takes a lot of time pulling weeds and um, putting down soil and mulch and just it's a lot of work and um, a lot of uh, in, in my opinion, sacrifice. I could be doing other things, but um, it, it takes work, but it is worth it, I think, to have a beautiful garden and um, to see the new life springing forth. Um, it also stood out to me that um, the author mentions that uh, Mary was awake in the, in the early hours um, of the morning 
and that was likely due to her grief. Um, I've recently experienced some grief in, in my life, and um, anyone who's ever been through that um, knows that it can truly, the stress can weigh on you so heavily in a way that it actually does affect your, your sleep, and, and sometimes you can't sleep at all, sometimes you do nothing but sleep. Um, so she's, you know, there in the, in the very early hours of the morning, um, probably because she's unable to sleep. Um, and the author also mentions um, the interesting um, aspect of Mary mistaking uh, Jesus for being a gardener. Um, and possibly that's because um, he was dressed as a gardener and did not have the, um, the burial garments on that she would have thought. Um, and one thing I didn't know that I thought was very interesting that was mentioned um, in this chapter is that um, Christ's cru crucifixion was in a garden. Um, I don't think that's something I ever knew before, um, but it really brings this sort of beautiful um, imagery to mind where, and the author touches on this, where you think of um, this very sad event, a death, um, resulting in, in new life. Um, and a garden is, is sort of like that, and the author mentions also um, that seeds have to be buried in order to grow. And um, sometimes we deal, whether it's with grief or, or some other difficult um, event in our lives, we think of, um, you know, this. you go through this really, really difficult time, but sometimes we come out um, and have more strength for it or um, some other positive thing happens. Um, we sometimes have to go through really difficult times in order to, um, to find something beautiful, just like, like a, a garden or a new plants coming forth from the ground. Um, so I wanted to uh, also touch on the, um, the questions that go along, <clears throat> excuse me, with this chapter. So, um, given what you know about gardening, gardening, uh, as little or as much, um, so if you're like me and know next to nothing, or if you are very experienced and um, uh, have a, a beautiful garden, um, and if you know that God is a gardener, what do you know about God? And what, is, what does that mean um, to think of God as a gardener? What does that mean to you? And then um, second, uh, a gardener is someone who plants seeds of hope. What seeds have been planted in your life? Uh, what have you planted? And what are you hoping against hope for? So um, I think uh, for me, as I've mentioned before, I think um, quite literally, <laughs> I'm hoping against hope that maybe I can keep my plants alive this year and uh, maybe they'll grow some new, some new things. Um, it's uh, such a great um, analogy to think of um, of new life being uh, brought forth from uh, from a, a difficult time. So um, these plants that I, I planted last week, I think, uh, are a really great um, uh, representation of a difficult time. I just went through a couple weeks ago with my friend passing away, and um, sort of can be in his honor um, to, to have new life springing forth. Okay, and um, 
I will close this with um, a prayer that goes along with um, the chapter that we discussed today. Good, good gardener, give us a heart to trust that on this holy Saturday, you are not yet finished. Give us that kind of defiant hope to believe even now in our weariness, in our bleakness, in our overwhelm, that newness is possible. Amen. And I hope you have a lovely Holy Saturday. I hope to see you um, tomorrow morning for Easter service. And if I don't, I hope you have a wonderful Easter.